Hello, this is On The Left Side, a different type of football podcast. If football is the beautiful game, then this is its less attractive older sister that Ryan Giggs still tries to cop off with. Let's do this, shall we? So it is official. Wayne Rooney is the most romantic man on the planet. And Colleen is lucky to have him. I mean, apart from that thing with Helen Wood. Oh yeah, and those headlines about the OAP hooker. But come on, give the guy a break. A new documentary on telly this week shows Wazza in a whole new light. Apparently, he's a hopeless romantic who couldn't wait to propose to his wife, Colleen, on the way to a special meal for two and show pop the question in a petrol station forecourt. Now, isn't that special? Nothing says, I love you, like the smell of diesel and a soggy cheese and bean slice. And no, that's not a euphemism. My favourite part of this story is the England captain's passion for poetry. Apparently, the professional Shrek impersonator leaves little poems around the house for his loved one to find. I can only imagine the kind of beautiful things that he's coming out with. There was a footballer called Wayne. His bald head made him quite vain. He thought just for fun he'd take hair from his bum and stick it to his head. That's insane! But when it comes to beautiful poetry and United Strikers, there is only one king. And that is King Cantona. When the seagulls follow the trawler, it's because they think sardines will be thrown into the sea. Better than bloody Wordsworth, that. Now, Whilst Rooney was writing poems, he's only managed five goals in the last nine months, but his counterpart across the other side of Manchester has notched up a massive five in one game. Manchester City's Argentinian talisman Sergio Aguero clearly saw Robert Lewandowski's efforts a few weeks back and thought, yeah, I can do that, and in one swoop scored as many goals in one game as the opposition on that match, Newcastle, had scored so far this season. Oof. Yeah, okay, it's impressive. But let's not forget, this guy earns £150,000 a week. Let me break that down for you. If he's working 35 hours a week, that's £4,285 an hour or £71 a minute. So, for the 22 minutes that it took Serge to score five goals, he pocketed over a grand and a half. You say impressive, I say finally. A footballer who is giving proper value for money. And it's still costing 314 quid a goal. If the local barista at my Starbucks was turning out one mocha latte flat white hazelnut chino per 314 quid that he earned, he'd be into the manager's office faster than John Terry can say, ah, sorry mate, I didn't realise that was the Sable parking bay. The big question is, why did Pellegrini take him off so early in the game? He was on form. He was scoring goals for fun. If he'd been on for the entire game, he could have scored, I don't know, 20? Now, exclusively on the left side, I can reveal the reason he was substituted. Pellegrini had got wind that Brendan Rodgers had Aguero as the triple captain in his fantasy football team, and he didn't want the Liverpool manager getting those points. It is that simple. I am, of course, joking. There is no way that Brendan Rodgers will make that kind of astute tactical decision. 
Chelsea are looking like they're already making preparations to win the league title next season. And unfortunately for Chelsea fans, that's the Championship League title. Before a ball was kicked this season, the special one on this team were favourites to win the title. But now eight games in, they're only five points from the bottom and sitting below the giants of English football, Bournemouth. Now, having already blamed Arsene Wenger, John Terry, the club doctor, the fans, badgers, immigrants, the Chuckle Brothers and the wrong types of leaves on the line for Chelsea's poor season so far, there was only really one person that Jose Mourinho could point the finger at. Look, um, I think you know me and I think I don't run away from responsibilities. Because we are in such a bad moment, I think you shouldn't be afraid to be also honest. Finally, Jose was going to own up. He's the manager. He picks the team. He chooses the player. And at the end of the day, he is the man to blame. I think it's time to be a little bit honest and to say clearly the referees are afraid to give decisions for Chelsea. Oh. But Jose is still Jose. He is still the special one. And how thug is this? I want to let it clear. One, I don't run away. Two, if the club wants to sack me, they have to sack me. Third, if the club sacks me, they sack the best manager that this club had. Boom! Yeah, boy, you've got to admire that. It's pretty ballsy, and you'd expect nothing less. Although, I have to point out that, strictly speaking, every manager can say that they are the best manager at that football club because a football club only has one manager. So you can lump into that statement, Brendan Rodgers, best football manager at Liverpool. Hello. Thank you. Sacked. Okay, moving on. Steve McLaren, best football manager at Newcastle. Graham Taylor, for a period, was the best football manager that England ever had. And this is the best podcast that you are listening to at this very moment in time. We're all part of a very elite club. That's about it for On The Left Side this week. I'm Jim and I'm off to work out why a spit roast is no longer a way to deliciously cook a chicken. Don't forget to follow On The Left Side on Twitter and I'll see you next week because that's full time. On The Left Side is a Paint Your Headphones production written and produced by Ant McGinley and Jim Salverson.